Welcome to Talking Heads on USA Global TV, starring the one and only wonderful Dr. Jacqueline. It's a prestigious place where world-class influencers and experts meet, and where you'll find the most trusted advisors and coaches for all things in life and business. Visit usaglobaltv.com to sign up for our newsletter, get the value you need, and be first in line to learn about events and giveaways and other valuable content. Connect with us. Email Dr. Jacqueline at usaglobaltv.com to talk about how you can become part of USA Global TV. That's USA Global TV, where the doctor is always in. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Whether you are watching us or listening to us, we are super excited to have you here today. This is USA Global TV and Radio. I'm Dr. Jacqueline Kerbeck. I'm the president, founder, and chief listening officer here at our network. Our show today is the Mallorca Connection, and what a show we have for you today. Two fabulous gentlemen coming to us live from Spain. Let us welcome the star of our show, Mr. Roland Friedel, and he's going to introduce his guests. They are in the same screen. So this is a first for us. Welcome, Roland. Hi, Dr. Checklin. How are you doing? Hello. Hi. Nice to have the two of you here today. I'm really excited about this. This is the first time we've had two people in the same screen actually live together. So, Roland, tell us what's going on there. Well, you know, Jacqueline, I'm on the road since uh, a few months as I left my home base in Mallorca uh, in the end of, end of March, and I'm traveling through Spain, one of my favorite countries. And a friend of mine recommended this me to this amazing place and where I met uh, Diona Charlton. And so I said, well, it's quite an interesting guy. I want to bring him on the show and people get to know him and what he's doing. And especially, you know, I'm a chin lover and he makes an amazing chin. So the topic today is talking about the chin. Uh, he's a, it's, it's just an amazing product, really tasting well, organically, gluten-free, sugar-free, but he will tell everything later. So I met him. I met him on the road. Yes. And, you know, my plan was to stay two or three weeks, uh, two or three days, actually. Now I'm almost the second week here. So mm. let's see what's going to happen. <laughs> I love it. Tell our viewers and our listeners where in the world exactly you are. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, where are you listening or, or, or hearing from us? I'm just in Spain, a beautiful country in the south of Europe, in the southwest of Europe, in Dolores, uh, close to the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. And it's in between uh, Alicante and Murcia. So it's in between Alicante and Murcia, so very south, a beautiful area here in south of Europe. That's where I'm here right now with my motorhome. Fantastic. Well, we are super excited to have you there. And before we get started, how about a little toast? I think you guys uh, have something, a beverage that you're imbibing with. What, what can you lead us with in a toast? <laughs> to your Cheers. health. Salute. Fantastic. Jacqueline, by the way, uh, some people really came to the Spaniard here because they said, hey, it's live and, they, and, and just thought we're going to they kind of see us in the interview. So they're sitting in, in a friend's home right now. And we want to also say welcome to Stefan uh, Stefan and Adriano. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> welcome them. Hi, you know that thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, thanks for joining us. And if you're joining us for the first time, we're so happy to have you. We have about 29 live shows a week. So please do subscribe to our channel, USA Global TV and Radio on YouTube. Jonathan, let's get right into it. It's not every day that you meet someone who goes out on his own and develops his own gin. How does this even happen? 
Okay, let me start uh, with the beginning. Okay, so in 2016, after a few uh, problems, uh, family problems and and things, uh, I took my backpack and I went to travel to Southeast Asia. I was there for 11 months and 11 days, and which I spent in all these days, I had a total spending of 1,684 euro, euros. That's a very important uh, thing to remember because I'm going to explain how it come that I only spent that money and how did I did it. Okay, so basically, probably you know some of the platforms like Couchsurfing, uh, Workaway, and uh, House Sitting. I don't know if you know then or if you want that I explain a little bit how they work. Absolutely, please. Okay, so Couchsurfing basically is surfing a couch. So actually, it's like a, you lend to travelers, you lend your couch for free. Sometimes it's a couch, sometimes it's a bed. Okay. Then we have also a uh, house sitting, which actually imagine you have a dog, you have a cat or you have a garden and you are going to travel and you don't want to bring your, your animals or you don't want to leave your garden unattended. Uh, somebody goes to your house, stays in your house and take care of your animals of your garden. And then the last one that we have is the workaway. It's uh, you just exchange uh, sleeping and ac accommodation and food in exchange of a little, some couple of hours of work. I think I've heard of this somewhat before. That is really cool. So, uh, by the way, we do have a couple of comments. Let's acknowledge Manuela Moore. Nice to have you with us. Hey, awesome. And also greetings from La Fabrica. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you again to everybody who's watching and listening. So Jonathan, so thanks for sharing that. Um, it's not something that I personally am familiar with, but I know other people who have done it. So that's really kind of cool. So what was the next thing that happened? Okay. So like I said, I was uh, being there for uh, 11 months and uh, I traveled doing all these things. And the first thing that I traveled with to get accommodation is just knocking on people's door. Okay. I was just knocking on their doors and asking if I could sleep there. Okay. That's something quite unusual, maybe in uh, Europe or maybe in America, I don't know, in USA, but uh, they're in Southeast Asia. And I think Roland can also uh, say yes to that. Okay. It's that people that have such an amazing hospitality. So actually, every time I was knocking on a door, I only got refused, let's say, one because the person were ill but all the rest of the times that i just knocked on the door and asked if i could sleep on their terrace or in front of their doors or even in the house they said yes that is amazing that really helps me think about humanity and how people really do want to help one another so what were those experiences like it was it a little awkward at first you acclimating or were you just filled with gratitude I was just filled with gratitude. The people were amazing. They opened their hearts, their houses. They were calling because uh, maybe sometimes when they see there in Southeast Asia, uh, a blonde guy with blue eyes and with like uh, facial hair or something, it's for them, it's like, uh, oh, uh, this is something new. Actually, it's something very funny. In Vietnam, I was staying at a family. We were staying in all of the five, five family members plus me. We were staying all in the same uh, room because they only had one room and they invited all the family over. There were like 35 people over there and all the ones that were the grandparents, everyone was like touching my beard, touching the, the hair of my arms because for them it was like, oh, he has a lot of hair everywhere. <laughs> so uh, we're laughing, but how did that make you feel? Were you okay with that? Yeah, I was very okay because uh, I'm also a very curious person and maybe I, this, for them, it's curious to have some uh, people, a uh, blonde hair or blue eyes or people with hair. 
I'm very open with all of this because I love to meet new cultures, new people, new experiences, new everything. So I was completely okay. Maybe somebody would have felt, felt uncomfortable, but for me it was perfect. Actually, some people only notice from Hollywood films, you know, when you go in the jungle or the Amazonas and indigenous are touching you. Uh, but it, it still happens in the world, especially in, the, in Southeast Asia. It's yeah, still yeah. happening. Yeah. Fabulous. So, Jonathan, you're staying with other people. People are excited to have you there. They're interested in you. What happened during this time? What were you able to create and do? Okay, so I was able to get to know a lot of people, to get to know the places, not by the tourist places, because those people were local, so they were bringing me also recommending me places that were like actually uh, things that normally a tourist wouldn't find. And it's something amazing, but if you Google it, you won't find it. So that's uh, awesome. Plus, I also uh, was invited to weddings in Indonesia. I was invited to uh, parties in uh, Malaysia. Uh, I had so many histories. I can actually, only from that travel, I think I could uh, write a, a book at minimum 100, 120 pages. Incredible. And I'm sure you should write that book because I'm sure people would love to read it. So you have these unique experiences. Did you have a plan in mind when you knocked on that first door that somebody opened and said, yes, come in? Did you say to yourself, okay, I'm going to do this for X amount of time. And while I'm taking this time, I want to accomplish X, Y, and Z. Or what were your thoughts during that? Uh, during my travel, I didn't have any plan. Okay, so I only had a one-way ticket and all the rest of the countries, I was always saying, okay, my my visa is going uh, out of date uh, in two weeks in Vietnam, for example. Okay, where is my next travel? I just watch on, on an app, Skyscanner, uh, what is the next flight and to where it brings cheap one. And maybe it was going to bring me to India. Maybe it was going to bring me to Laos, to Malaysia. I just took that flight. So there was absolutely no plan. Just go with the flow. I love that. I see why you and Roland get along so well with that, just yeah. that whole openness to, yeah, that's fantastic. So now prior to this time or during this time, were you, or are you a, drink, a gin drinker at the time? Yeah, actually one of, uh, why do I actually make the gin or something? It's because I've been before that, previously, I've been selling spirits and wines for eight years. And also I've been a sommelier, wine wine tester, let's say, the sommelier. So I had already a little bit of knowledge from all these kind of things. So yes, previously, of course, I was a gin drinker, but I was more a rum and whiskey drinker. Okay, fantastic. Well, I'd love for you to share with our audience, what does it take to actually create your own brand of gin? It seems like it would be so difficult with everything that's flooded the marketplace so far. So tell us about that process, and then we'll actually talk about your product. Okay, so I'm going to start a little bit how do I came up with the idea, okay? So in one of the persons where I knock on his door, okay? This was in uh, Thailand, in very near to Chiang Mai, okay? It, in a place that's called Uttaradit. And there I met a guy that was 82 years old. His name is Malai. He still lives. We still have a contact. And I knocked on his door and asked if I could sleep with him. He said yes, okay? So basically... At the beginning, I was planning to stay there two days, but uh, the man, he needed some help in the garden, so I helped him. And during those days, I was noticing that he was making his own alcohol and was making this with coconut and flowers. And it caught a lot my attention, the way of making it. And that's also a little bit of how do I come up to make my gin. Okay, so to explain you a little bit how he made it is, 
in place of putting all the ingredients all together, he was making the distillation of every botanic completely individual, completely separate. Okay, and that has a reason. Okay, I'm just trying to visualize this. So does this gentleman have a garden and then goes out in the garden and picks various things and then somehow puts them together? Okay, that's okay. Exactly. That's how he did it. Okay. In this case, it was with coconut and flowers. Actually, he was selling to the restaurants nearby. He was selling coconut uh, ice cream. Okay. But he also had his alcohol. It's not that I stayed longer because he had alcohol. It's because I, <laughs> I like how he was. So uh, when I saw him making his uh, alcohol, I asked him, I say, Malai, why are you not putting everything together? Because it's going to be faster to make and also it's going to be let's say cheaper because less of the alcohol get uh, disappears vaporized okay and then he because my tie was quite small okay and his english was nothing at all okay he took me to the kitchen and he started to cook two meals one meal he cooked fish vegetables and tomato all together and in the other pan he was uh, making the fish apart, the vegetables apart, and the tomatoes apart, okay? And then he let me taste it, and then he say, try the one where we cooked everything together. And he said, to what does it taste? And he say, to fish. And then he said, try now the one that we cooked all separate, and say, each thing tastes to what it has to taste, okay? And that's why he was making the distillation of his alcohol also completely separate. That's fascinating. You know what? I love that. I'm going to think about that the next time I cook. Sometimes I put things together and, and maybe keep them separate and see what that taste difference is like. So you felt like you were on to something immediately. You said to yourself, aha, I've got this great idea of how I can come out with my own gin. Yeah. Actually, yes and no. So actually, I kept doing my travel. Okay. And after 11 months, 11 days, I came back to my house. And when I came back to my house, because we live in Alicante, in the place where we live, there is a very special uh, vegetable, okay, which is called the artichoke. Okay. We are here full of uh, plantation of artichoke. It's our green gold. I started to do things with artichoke. Okay, but what happened that nothing at all came good out of it. I I made a, a little alcohol because I had a little still and I let it to taste to other people and they were saying they were drinking and say, wow, why are you giving me this? You want me to die? Okay, so uh, that idea didn't went through the thing with the artichoke, but it was my idea because it's the let's say the symbol of our uh, of where I live. So how many trials or takes did it get before you said, yes, I have a product that I think is a winner? Oof. A lot, a lot. But uh, <laughs> from each one I learned from it. Also, it cost me my money because I always I was doing something. I have to put my time and also, of course, of the base alcohol and the botanics. And yeah, it took quite a lot of time. But at the end, I got a marvelous uh, gin. Okay, and uh, because the artichoke didn't wasn't a good idea, I was thinking, wow, what what other uh, fruit or thing can I use that if somebody thinks of my chin or, or thinks of this uh, fruit, he will think about my chin. So I went with the Granny Smith apple. Okay, because apart from the banana, banana is my my favorite uh, fruit, but the second one is the green apple, the Granny Smith apple, the one that you know when you start to think about it, you get like a uh, the, your mouth start to to water. 
<laughs> I love that. So it sounds like this gin is really healthy. It sounds like it's made up of some of the various uh, food groups that we're supposed to eat. Tell us more about it. Okay, so I'm going to tell you the gin has uh, three characteristics. One, it's a gluten-free gin. Okay. The second one, it's a sugar-free gin. And the third one, and most important, it's an organic gin. So that says that all the botanics that I'm using, botanics ingredients that I'm using are all uh, organic ingredients. And Roland, how would you describe the taste? Well, you know, I'm, I'm a real gin lover. And, 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 and we had a conversation uh, before John and I because I'm very into gin and I don't drink every gin with every tonic. So every gin I drink has a special tonic. And he came up with a very cheap one, really. Yeah, the, yeah. the cheapest one you can ever have. And I was wondering, I said, oh, no, this good gin and this cheap tonic. But, and this was really surprising for me, although this was not a very good tonic, you really got out the taste of this gin. Not very strong, you know, but very soft. And as, is, as Jonathan mentioned, it's like you bite this apple. It's like you bite this apple. And it's, it, it was an amazing experience. Absolutely amazing experience. Well, congratulations, Jonathan. This is really exciting. We do have another comment from Defcon Exports. I hope I said that right. Greets from Belgium, Jonathan. Greeting back. Hi. We haven't. <laughs> so, Jonathan, would you say that this is a sipping gin? For those gin lovers out there, how would you describe where this gin fits in the world of gin? Okay, uh, my gin is a premium gin. Why is it premium gin? Because it has more than three distillations. So, like I say, uh, I get back the idea from Malay of making everything uh, separated. So, what I did is uh, every botanic, I do a triple distillation from every botanic, completely individual, like he was doing in when he was cooking or he was doing his own alcohol, and then I do a fourth distillation with all the botanics together. Okay, so it happens that with gin, to be a gin, you need to have one of the pandemics, at least 40% has to be juniper. Okay, and juniper is a very, very strong and dominant botanic. So by making everything separated, I got the, the, the taste that when you drink my gin, it's like a travel through the tasting. Okay, you don't, it's not that you only taste the juniper or only taste the apple, but you can try, taste all the ingredients like the, the lemon, the oranges, uh, the Jamaican pepper, the hand of Buddha and the green apple. So it sounds like what you're saying, it's a premium gin and then it's sort of like a party for your taste buds that there's so many fabulous tastes that you encounter. Exactly. And it's healthy because it doesn't have any gluten, it's organic and it's sugar-free. Okay, so you developed this premium product, and now I would think one of the most difficult parts comes for any business is the marketing. So how did you get your, your name out there? First of all, what is the name of your gin? And then what was that journey that you had to get it out there? Okay, so the gin name is Gin Matiana, okay, which Matiana means in, in old Latin means apple. Okay, and I'm going to show a little bit uh, the bottle. Okay, maybe with the light. I don't know if we can see it very well. The logo. But maybe maybe after. we can show some pictures because yeah, um, besides the taste of the gin, the design of the logo and the etiquette is just beautiful. It's artwork. It's just All right, artwork. tell us what we're looking at now. This is uh, of you. 
Yeah, this is one of the photo shootings. Actually, it was made. Uh, this was a photo shooting made by a couch surfer at my house. Okay, uh, my partner from now from my business, Michael, uh, he was also staying at my place, and we got like a an American photographer uh, that came to. Uh, uh, he's from Cleveland. I think he was from Cleveland. I don't. I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, but Casey was his name, and he offered me to make a gin tasting. So we went to an old hotel which was abandoned and we did there a photo shooting beautiful picture all right tell us about this and the beautiful scenery yeah this is in the same hotel room okay the abandoned uh, hotel and on the right side you can see my still this was the still that i got from my grandfather and uh, uh that is where i started to do my first uh testings my first test uh, of doing things with the artichoke was in exactly in that still so for those of us who don't understand what that is, what does that that device that we see, what actually does it do? Okay, normally you, you can see the left part that is a little bit bigger and the right part, which is a little bit small. Actually, under that normally should be like fire, okay? And inside of there, you put the alcohol and you put the botanic, the ingredients. The botanic and the ingredients will, together with the alcohol, they will make like a like a reaction okay so the taste of the botanic will get into the uh, alcohol the alcohol will vaporize will go through up there okay and after it will glide down and uh let's say cool down and at the end you had like the proper alcohol because you know alcohol has ethanol which is uh, not good uh, alcohol that has to stay in the still and this one this alcohol is not used for any drink Thank you, Jonathan. So a quick question I have for you is when you look at the size of that and the amounts of product you're going to get, how do you actually go from that to designing for a worldwide audience? I'm sure you need much larger machines. What was that process like? And did you encounter any challenges along the way? Yeah, with this, I encountered a lot of challenges because, of course, at the beginning, I didn't have those stills, so I had to get them. And at the end, I got to speak with another uh, company, which uh, uh, is a company from uh, Elche, not far from here, where they're also doing their own alcohols, also with uh, 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 organic uh, botanics. So with this, uh, I went there. And uh, I say, like, look, I have this idea, and I would like to make it in a bigger okay because i have only this still okay i want to make it bigger uh, could i make use of your installations because also of course i cannot make the gin at my house in my bathroom or in my thing <laughs> we need of course uh, sanity rules we need uh, a fiscal deposit because alcohol has, has a special tax uh, we need all the yeah, everything that that the gin is is a healthy gin that it's not uh, that not hair of my hair can fall into the bottle so i needed that all that installations i love the examples you're giving thank you yeah. so i'm also wondering how were you able to protect this recipe that you came up with did you have any concerns of people trying to steal it as you started to grow your business yeah. uh, well uh, roland can say about this i'm a very uh, open person, I trust a lot of people. Okay, so actually, when I went to my ID to the 
person that make was making the ultra alcohols okay so i could use his uh installations i asked him like how does it work do we make a paper that uh, you cannot steal my my formula or how does it work and i say yes of course we can make the paper uh but actually i already told him my id so actually he could have copy and paste but no he was also something very trustable we still have a, a very good uh, connection with him and at the end we did make a paper that okay this kind of uh, recipe is uh, is made by Jonathan and it's his own uh, formula so for that I was at the beginning of course I didn't think about because I trust so much people I think oh actually I'm telling him and maybe I go away he starts to produce it uh, this afternoon and tomorrow I come back and I say no look uh, I'm already doing it but no I trusted him and that was okay yeah, that's great. And, and I'm with you. Most people are very trustworthy, but we still have to protect ourselves. So it sounds like it was a good experience. What was it like the first production run? Was the quality, the taste where you wanted it to be? Yep. From the beginning, the, the formula, the production was exactly what I wanted. Uh, I cannot say even better, but it, it was exactly what I expected. It's what I, what I got in the big production because of course it's not the same making things small than making it's not the same cooking for two people than maybe cooking for 50 people then you will see like oh it's, you don't give the same love but the whole love that i gave to to the little still i gave it also to the big stills fantastic let's take a look at the bottle we've got some other pictures here so I love this, how you have this marketed with the green apples. I love green apples. I can just taste it right now, that crisp. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, I just love it. How did but, you decide on this bottle and this logo, this design? Okay. Uh, white bottle is because uh, I think my product was a very Ibiza uh, kind product. With Ibiza, you will see a lot of white in there and a lot of blues. And uh, if you see the shape of the of the etiquette okay it's like an apple okay and then if you see in the m from the matiana it's like three apples on a row oh yeah that's great it's like that's three great. apples one following the next one now tell us about the above the the apple in the outer part between the uh, the part that you pour and the design that you did. there's like blue different shades of blue on top of the apple what is that okay this uh let me say how do i say it in english uh these are like uh yeah like different kind of uh shapes uh it's like a reproduction of uh like a sound okay and you will see it like when the sound waves how do you call it uh, patrones yeah yeah patrons yeah. i don't know how you it's say. like it's like when you when you when you put sound to 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 to, to water and then yeah, it, yeah exactly it and it's matched yeah. like this yeah. rippling rippling probably it's the name yeah probably it's the name yeah yeah okay okay beautiful so i'm super excited to hear what what was and what is going to be the distribution process so in other words where in the world can one purchase your gin yeah okay so basically when i started to uh have the bottle already with the uh, with the tax label and with everything that it's completely legal I started just to go out in my car to the bars and restaurants from people that I already knew and saying, hey, hello, uh, I've made the gin. What do you think about having your gin in your, uh, in your restaurant, in your bar, in your pub, in your disco? And of course, at the beginning, because it's a premium gin, the price is, let's say, a little bit higher than normal gins. 
they were kind of yeah okay i will take one bottle because it's you uh, some people that already me knew me directly say okay give me one case and we will see what uh happens so that's how i started just going to the bars and to the people that say yeah but uh everything that you just explained me okay i i don't have the time to explain that to my customer so what i was offering is that to everyone that bought every restaurant or bar that bought me a bottle to go to their place and do uh, like a little gin tasting for their customers so they get to know the gin and they can taste something local because at the end they were drinking gins from uh from england uh, from the netherlands from uh, italy and i was saying like why don't we try the local product which i think is also very important to support all the local uh, uh the local products yeah and, and the customers also get to know you the story behind it yeah exactly exactly I really respect and admire what you did. That takes a lot of courage and guts and determination. And I wish more business owners really thought about that. Get to know your people, get to know the audience, let them know you because you are the face behind the brand. So you started out going, I love this because you started out going door to door about places to sleep and then you went door to door with your product. And yeah. so how was the product received? The product people that tasted was tasting, they were saying like, wow, this is something different. Even people that say, I don't like gin, they say, actually, I do like gin. Okay. And also, like I say, it's like you were saying uh, that when you tell a history behind it, people get a little bit involved in it. Okay. They say like, wow, this has a history and, and it's somebody that I've get to know because I don't know the maker of Bifitter or, or the maker of Johnny Walker or Seagram, but I get to know here the person that is making the gin so they were getting involved and i i was uh quite uh quite quick it was uh, running fast thank you so much for everything that you're sharing here what are some of the key takeaways that you can share with our audience as an entrepreneur with this product so what are some of the things that you've learned that maybe didn't go exactly your way but still they were great opportunities that you can help other people whatever it is that they are putting out there for their new product or service well i was talking before the interview with uh roland uh if you have a dream go for it okay it won't be easy you will have a lot of stones in your way you will make a lot of uh, mistakes but at the end uh with these mistakes you learn about okay it's a lesson okay sometimes it can be an expensive lesson sometimes can be a hard lesson sometimes it can be a painful lesson but at the end it's a lesson and you really learn about it yeah actually uh, Jonathan told me before the show that that some people who really really fucked him meaning you know he they bought a bottle they bought a second bottle they bought five bottles about 10 bottles and at the end uh, they did a huge order and never paid again and it all almost kicked him out of the business because it was a hell of money i guess fifty thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. dollars fifty thousand euros it almost kicked him out of the of the business in the beginning but he didn't give up and and and, and keep going and keep going and so the, the, sometimes you really have obstacles you really yeah. have problems in the way but it's all about not giving up not giving up thank you so much for sharing that roland and jonathan i really want to tap into that because i think business owners experience this all the time clients mean well, they agree to make payment, but something happens and then they're not able to do it. So how did you manage with the situation? Did you show the, the clients grace? Did you try to work out some payment plan? Did you say, I'm going to ruin you and see that you're put out of business? Like, How did you manage working with the client so that it was a good experience? 
Okay, so basically at the beginning, I was again trusting a lot in the people. So uh, some people, they paid it direct, but a lot of other people, I just left my bottle there and I say like, look, have your bottle there, sell it. And once uh, it's sold, uh, I will get my money. Would I recommend this? No. Okay. Uh, because uh, at the end, you are you have, have a product. And I say no, but I still do it sometimes. Okay. So it's actually a lesson that I haven't learned completely. Okay. Because I don't want to say leave your product there because if they have it there they're going to sell it okay and you are going to get the money but sometimes it happened that i went to a bar and more because i started before the pandemic and once the pandemic uh, was finished i of course the bars and restaurants were closed then i went back to those bars and restaurants and some of them were closed so i could not get my money back and i had left there the bottles so yeah uh, lesson to give or, or, or some a tip to give is that uh, if you leave your product, always get paid for it. Okay, that's something that I want to to say because that has been a hard lesson for me. I still have a lot of thousands and thousands of euros uh, somewhere around. Well, it seems to me you have a really good heart. And so that's that makes it difficult as an entrepreneur trying to separate that part out. But something I'd like to just hone in on in reference to the restaurants and bars. I remember when I was growing up, you could go, of course, when I was growing up, when I was in college, you would go to get a drink and they just take the bottle and they pour it out. And then as we got older, everything was regulated through technology and equipment that as soon as uh, you started pouring something the amount that was in there is registered somewhere so that people couldn't steal from the owner of the restaurant or the bar. Is that how it is today where you have your gin? No, we're no. almost going no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what I love in Spain. You know, when I moved to Mallorca 15 years ago, uh, I'm a gin tonic drinker. You know? And in Austria, you know, they mesh it a little bit like a little bit this. And in Spain, they came with the bottles on the table, they fill in the glass, they fill in the glass until you say stop. There's no, mostly there's no measuring. In some High exclusive bars, yes, but normally they come with the bottle or deal, or sometimes they even leave the bottle. They leave the, the bottle on the table, and yeah. you help yourself. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Fantastic. So, as you think about your your continued exposure and growth and getting this product out to more people, I know you love to travel, but what's the plan to get it distributed across the world, or is that the plan? Are you happy with where you have the distribution today, and and that's where you're you're going to keep it? Okay, I think uh, well after today's interview, okay, I think it's going to tomorrow for sure. I'm going to have uh, some people uh, messaging me or or asking me about, which I'm very happy and very thankful for for USA Global TV for uh, and radio to. To let me expose and to let me talk about it and yes uh i'm growing okay slowly but slowly okay but uh i'm growing a lot of people because uh in my business that i have now i have uh, all the time coming people from all around the world with their camper vans and campers and uh, most not everyone but almost all to take a bottle of the team with them and i know that after they speak to their uh, family members or to their friends. And I've already had some orders from people that have been with the caravans and say, hey, I got your uh, your gin tasted in the Netherlands of in Germany because somebody took the bottle and they ordered me some gin. Fantastic. Jonathan, would you share with us how much does a bottle cost? And for people who are watching or listening, they're thinking, you know what, I do want to place an order. How do they go about it? Okay, so the bottle uh, costs 27 euros 50. 
okay that's the price of the bottle including uh iva and if you want to purchase one you can always uh, send me an email uh, lafabrica.dolores at gmail.com uh you also have my uh website where you can find me where you can also find my phone number and they can text me whatsapp me telegram me and uh they can get an order excellent thank you we do have a couple of other pictures which i want to share yeah tell us about this one okay this one is a picture i don't know if you can zoom a little bit in but actually something quite uh also different from my genius if you like uh watch very good to the etiquette to the inside of the etiquette inside of there it's full of holograms okay this was another lesson that i learned okay so uh one of my friends which is designer uh he told me why don't you tell all your story inside so if you really look inside the 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 label okay you will see my face my grandfather's face uh the face of malai you will see the year when i traveled you will see all the ingredients all the secrets from my gene are inside this label okay of course when you have the bottle in your hand and you like move it around you will see it better on the picture it's very difficult to see and uh actually we made it so that you could see it with the ultraviolet light ultraviolet mm, light ultraviolet, you call it yeah. so uh we did a testing with a very good ultraviolet light and it was wow it's amazing you can see it very good so i went to aliexpress and i bought uh, 500 lights because it was saying that it was the best ultraviolet light and i want to hang them on my bottle and then when i got the the lights here i can tell you that i have in one of my boxes in my house still 498 of these uh, lights because they were crap <laughs> I love that. Can you hold the bottle up again? I love that about the hologram. That's so cool. Let's see if we can see them. Yeah, the epic, the label is really artwork. It's absolutely yeah, artwork. It, you can see it all around its uh, in, inside, but I think it's it's better. Of course, people, if you buy the bottle, you can see it better. <laughs> so cool. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it's quite difficult to see uh, right now. Yeah, it's because hard with of, the green screen. Like I think it was more meant to do with this ultraviolet light. And I said, yeah, I'm going to put the bottle, sell the bottle with an ultraviolet light because it was not costing so much and people can discover the secrets of Matiana. But then when I got the bottle, I went into the darkest room of the world with the light and it was really, my God, <laughs> the worst project in my life. Oh, my goodness. I love this picture. Yeah. Tell us about this one. This is actually uh, very curious is because uh, I'm some, someone that people can get to know. Okay, a uh, lot of customers that bought the bottles, they were sending me uh, pictures made by themselves. So actually, this is a, a picture from a neighbor. Okay, uh, you can see the, the apple and she made it in our garden. And I got like from a lot of people, a lot of people, I got uh, pictures. Hey, Jonathan, I'm taking your bottle to, I even got a picture from someone that took the bottle to Cuba. Uh, someone that made the bottle in uh, in Iceland, in the middle of, of the nowhere, they made the picture. No, there was like a of a plane you know there was in iceland yeah. there is somewhere a plane to make the picture and i said like wow but did you took the bottle full no no i said like oh i'm going to travel let's make a picture for jonathan so he can see that his gene is all around the world so i can say that from my customers and from a lot of people i got a lot of support that's beautiful congratulations really that's fantastic uh, so, Rollins, you mentioned how you met Jonathan and that you were going to be staying there just a couple of days and said it's a couple of weeks. How would you describe the experience that you've had so far? 
Oh, very good. Otherwise, it wouldn't stay so long. You, you know me. When, when I don't like something, I say it and I leave. There's no problem on that. Absolutely no problem. As I, as I mentioned in the beginning, my plan was to stay two or three nights because I'm already late heading to the south to meet other friends. But, you know, my my, my, my plan is not really having a plan. So uh, it's, it's it's beautifully. It's a nice atmosphere. It's nice people uh, met here. Actually, today we had some cookings together. Somebody did, uh, made a very hot, spicy Thai seafood soup. And I made my special main dish with some with some little bit of a bottle of wines. <laughs> uh, so it's a, it's a nice community. Um, we, there are a lot of events here uh, on the venue. So on, on we had a, um, um, what do you call it? A Halloween party with girls, uh, how do you say, fire dancing? Yeah, fire yeah. dancing, yeah. Fire dancing, DJ. DJs. We have a Moroccan night. Yeah. We had a poker night. Tomorrow we have a ping pong tournament. tournament. Uh, we had drum session, 50 people drumming. So it's a beautiful Venice here. Uh, when you're here, I absolutely love it. And yeah, and I go for the gin, of course. Uh, yeah. I, I said, you know, I bring a, 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 some bottles for my friends who are already waiting. When I'm actually, I'm coming back to Austria in six months, so they have to wait mm. six months. But I bring some bottles. A friend of mine who, who runs a, a chain of hotels and restaurants, he, he will order it. And I have to say something for the price. It's a premium product. And I can tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm a gin aficionado. I, I drink gin, I don't know, mm. since 30 years. And it's a perfect product. And it's a very reasonable price. Of course, it's a little bit more expensive than this industrial mass production, but you cannot you cannot compare it. But it's much cheaper than other chains have a fancy name, but are not as that good. Thank you. That's yeah, nice. it sounds like it's more than worth the price. It's made with love. I love the story behind it. But we do have another comment from Chris for you to you anywhere. A smiley face with love hearts in the eyes. Mm. Very nice. Thank you. <laughs> so I am so happy to have met you, Jonathan. I can see Jonathan be a natural fit for the men's show as well. Have him on there if you're still. Yeah, we will do it. Actually, we will plan another interview in four weeks when we talk about La Fabrica, the event here, because it's a really a fantastic place. For me, it's the place to be in Spain. Yeah. As I said, and actually, we did some beach cleaning uh, a few days ago. Uh, yeah. Where would many many bags of plastic so we also i want to invite him after we had uh captain uh the, the captain from 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 greenpeace and sea shepherd we do an interview on 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 the earth show and showing people what you can do when you just start in your community and encourage other people to do small steps and actually what it says on the flyer it says uh, not everyone can do everything but everyone can do a little bit. So, and um, yeah, it's a lot of stuff going around here and that's why I support it because that's exactly what I love besides the gym. I love <laughs> to protect the environment. Yeah. You know, Jacqueline, I love to care, taking caring and sharing and connect with other people. And that's what's going on here in La Fabrica. Well, you both look very happy and this was a special episode. So thank you so much. And I think it would be really kind of cool in a future show, maybe to have a gin tasting with people right there tasting the gin and having the show live. That might be interesting as well. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Would be, yeah. would be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. We have one more comment from Manuela Moore. La Fabrica becomes a home for me. Yeah, that's actually true. You know, some people really stayed the whole winter here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. a lot of people that came last uh, year to our back, like Manuela, but the Manuela that is like writing now to us. Uh, she was here last year for, I, I was going to say for a couple of months, uh, but I think it was like uh, six months that she stayed and now she's back. And we also have a lot of people coming back. 
Well, it seems like a great place to be. You both look very healthy. I mean, I'm in Florida and look like a ghost. <laughs> both look very tan and happy. So fantastic. I want to spotlight you again, Jonathan. I'll put up your banner. Please let people know how they can reach out to you and who you would like to contact you. Okay. Uh, for all the people that are teen lovers or also like just a spirit lovers or people that uh, care about their uh, a little bit about their health also uh, on lafabrica.dolores at gmail.com. You can send me an email. You can also visit our uh, webpage, www.lafabrica.dolores.com. And yeah, just text me and I'm be personally, I will uh, answer you. Fantastic. Well, you know, the Spanish people speak very fast. So the, for those guys who are listening on a radio station or a broadcast, I will, because they don't see it, I spell it for you. It's www. L A F A B R I C A D C A D O L O R E S dot com. Thank you so much. Thank you, Roland. And Roland, please let people know who should reach out to you and also the other wonderful work that you're doing here on this platform and especially the show that's coming up right after this. Whoa, I mean, there's not much to say, there's much to do, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm working very busy here. Uh, well, for those guys who want to contact me, I would say go on my, main, on my main website. I have eight websites because there's so many businesses around the world. So go to my main website, rolandfriedl.com. I will spell it for you. It's R-O-L-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-D-L.com. From there, you can link whatever you want. When you're interested in my, in, in businesses, you need an interims manager from one of my team. We serve in, in nine languages all over the globe. Uh, when you need process optimization or develop your, your stuff, then you can link there to the SPS website uh, in Switzerland. And you, when you're interested in, in uh, let's say, a, a little bit crazy lifestyle like myself, <laughs> so I know some people would love to have a lifestyle by myself, more people come up like that, then you go on my Wireless Life Rocks website, you can link it also from the main website. When you're interested in the men's work I'm doing, and the men's work I'm doing, you go to Aspiring for Men. And by the way, uh, when you're a gentleman, and hope you are, or when you're a lady and you, and you want your guy to become a gentleman, I highly recommend you every Wednesday, uh, we have a men's show, meaning tomorrow, Wild at Heart. It's a show for men, by men, about men. So go to the show. Uh, it's, a, it's a cool show where men from different parts of the world discuss topics about men because men need men to talk. If you're interested in environmental, and environmental uh, stuff like John and myself, please come also tomorrow to the Earth Show. I run together with um, a biologist, and environmental biologist from Poland with my dear friend Marcin. Uh, we have an amazing guest tomorrow on the Earth Show. It's Amaya Rodriguez. She runs an amazing project and company uh, just a, one and a half hour north from here. The gravity uh, wave, what they do is they collect with thousands of fishermen under contract in the Mediterranean Sea. They collect all the plastic out of the sea, recycle it and produce durable uh, products. So we're interested in that. And when you're a business guy or a business woman, you're not on the website, just after this show, uh, we continue with our module helping customers manage change through innovation and i guess we now on module or episode number seven right now we're going to talk about the buyer's journey in a few minutes on a business yeah but who wants to contact me hey guys whoever wants to share and care whoever wants to connect i'm always open i always looking forward to, to get people uh to know where they're coming from where they want to go 
let's just connect. It's all about connecting and supporting each other. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Roland. And we do have a final comment, which is from DEFCON Esports. Proud of you, brother. Thank Thanks, you. DEFCON. Thanks for very Where nice. are you from, man? Thank you. Thank you. From Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Belgium. Cool. He's my real brother. Ah, <laughs> oh, beautiful. I love one that. Of, one of the six. We are six. Well, best wishes and continued success to you, Jonathan. I'm excited to see you again. And Roland, thank you, as always, for bringing another fabulous person to our platform. It's always an honor and a pleasure. See you I'll soon. Wish, thank I'll you. see you very shortly. Bye for Salud. now. Oh, so bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And thank you to each and every one of you, especially those of you who are new to our platform. I'll just give you a quick a bit of information that I'm going to be sharing very broadly. But as of January, we will be live streaming from our website, which is usaglobaltv.com. As of January, it will also be usaglobaltvnradio.com. So you'll be able to watch our show directly from our website and also from our YouTube channel. We will be moving away from Facebook and LinkedIn and all the other places where we stream today, but we'll still be on the radio. So please do get to know us. Go over to our YouTube channel, USA Global TV and Radio, and subscribe. As I mentioned, we have about 29 live shows each week. If you'd like to be a guest or you would like to share your story, we'd like to hear from you. What do you do? So easy. Go over to our website, usaglobaltv.com. Book your session. We're always happy to meet new people. We have a global platform and we're all about education, entertainment, hope and inspiration. For now, I'm signing off. I will be backstage producing Roland's show, Talking Heads, and we will be back again tomorrow with a full day of broadcast. We broadcast Monday through Friday. So thank you again for being here and bless you all. Take care.